When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Number 29 on the 49ers roster countdown is Rookie. Maybe one of the most electrifying and fun rookies we've had in a little bit on the offensive side. Wide receiver Danny Gray. Um, six foot two. You know, those numbers are a little off. That's what he had listed in his um a six two two hundred. He's actually five eleven and seven eighths and 186 pounds. Uh, came in a little light, which is pretty typical for wide receivers and skill positions at um, the combine, 23 years old, a little bit of an older rookie. We'll go through his journey. Why? And when you walk away from today's video, we're going to show you some film. Um, we're going to go through how he got to the NFL, what he can do for the 49ers, most importantly in 2022, which is the whole reason of this list and long term. Um, because I think, you know, with most rookie wide receivers, Unless you're a top flight guy, usually you're a reserve role, which I think is what's going to happen with Danny Gray in 2022. But the thing about him is even though he's going to be a backup wide receiver, not one of the starting three, the electricity and depth that he brings is going to be different because the 49ers have not had this. And pair that up with Trey Lance's big arm. Whew, uh, we're going to see some deep touchdowns this year from this awesome, awesome rookie wide receiver. Now, Danny Gray is a South Dallas kid, um, very close to where I taught and um, coached. Uh, James Madison High School, the Trojans in South Dallas, and dude just was a burner from the start. Um, first team all district player senior year at James Madison, um, state champion in in the 100 meter dash and the four by 100 relay. That's Texas state championship. Uh, dude get freaking flat out fly. I, I went back and looked up a lot of his uh, track times. Um, he won state with a 10-7, um, but his personal best is a 10-5-9. Um, unbelievable. Four by 100, they ran a 41.6. The dude is just a baller. And if you look at, you know, he had several GPS times tracked at SMU um, over 22 miles per hour. And then at the Senior Bowl, he got clocked at 22.01, which... Very few guys hit that speed with their um, shoulder pads on or in games or whatever. There's speed, then there's Danny Gray speed. Now, is he going to be, you know, the fastest player in the NFL? I don't think so. But I would be willing to argue probably the fastest player on the 49ers already. That's how fast this kid is. Like, it's different whenever you see him just turn that. He's got that sixth gear. Um, and it shows. When you watch the film, it shows. Um, practice and minicamp, it showed. Sadly, 
he was the best player at rookie minicamp, and then he tweaked his hamstring, had to sit out for the rest of OTAs. Uh, got a little too excited. Now, he was a three-star recruit, and unfortunately, he was committed to play at Missouri in the Big Ten, but he did not qualify academically. This is one of the outliers with Danny Gray. Now, if you know anything about Danny Gray's past, not the best, you know, how do I say this? Football and academics were not a priority early on, and it took time for him to get to the place where he understood how important it was for his his career. So because of that, he had to go to Blinn Junior College for two years till he met the requirements. Then he went to SMU, and he chose SMU over TCU, Auburn, Baylor, Florida State, uh, Mississippi State, so SEC schools, all that stuff. He wanted to stay closer to home. And it's kind of been close to home his entire life. Um, but once he showed up at SMU, it was over. Immediate starter, caught 33 passes, 448 yards, and four touchdowns. Was named that um, AAC conference senior, all-conference senior. Uh, senior year, 49 receptions, 803 yards, nine touchdowns. And just, he's... He's, he's a straight freaking baller. Um, he was named the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award uh, member and just literally had to fight and claw his way to get to the NFL. He shouldn't have been in the NFL. Now, if you just look at his, you know, attributes, right? 5'11", 7'8", 29 percentile of wide receivers. 186 pounds, that's 16. Oh, let's throw up some film. Sorry about that. Um, now, if you want to watch... Um, all of this film and more, I have several uh, things. That's up on Patreon, patreon.com um, slash 49ers Rush Podcast. And again, so, you know, if you want to hear my notes and what I'm explaining on each one of these plays and all that stuff, we've got several games of him up. Again, just head over to Patreon and you get instant access to all those once you do sign up. Now, his 40-yard time, 40-yard dash, 4.33. That's in the top 94%. Um he he thought he could hit four two uh, in the four two range. If you run a four three three and you're not like completely elated, that should tell you something. Speed guys, he's a speed guy. Thirty four inch vertical is good. Uh, One hundred twenty six inch broad jump, top eighty two percent. So he's he's lean, wiry build, but man, he's he's just a sprinter. Um, he he's a run. Now here's the thing that you know whatever. I went through my draft profile before the 49ers drafted him. And, you know, I was doing a lot of research. A lot of people kept calling him a track guy. That's wrong. That's wrong. He's a football player who happens to run track. And I, I've talked about this at length on the show. There's a big difference between track guys and football players who happen to run track. He is feisty. Look at this player right now that's playing. Dude fights over the middle consistently. And it, feisty is the word that just comes to mind. Whenever I'm doing my notes, you know, I literally just type down or write down different adjectives that I feel when watching a player's film. Feisty, wiry, fighter. Like these names just kept coming across the screen because he does dirty work. It's not like he's just a burner. He runs drags, in routes, stops over the middle. Like he is fearless whenever he plays football the 49ers had him in on official interview before the draft um and my draft right up again this is before the 49ers uh, drafted him freak athlete with elite speed great hands attacks the ball consistently he's got a drop problem so why would i write great hands one of the things that whenever i'm judging wide receiver film 
I want to see somebody that goes and gets the ball. I don't want to see somebody that lets the ball continually get into their shoulder pads. I want a hand catcher with arms extended, and I saw that. Does he have an issue with drops? Yes, he does. He has 10 drops in two years. Had seven drops in 2021. That's not good. The 49ers don't really put a premium on that. Uh, You look at Debo, right? Uh, Got pretty close to leading the entire NFL in drops last year. It doesn't matter whenever you can bring all that extra after the catch, which Danny Gray can do. Not... Debo style after the catch, though. He he makes things happen with speed. And so he's a strider. So when those safeties come downhill to try to hit them, they miss because their pursuit angles are off. Um, absolute playmaker, can contribute right away as a rotational rookie, and I think he will. He tracks the ball well. The deep ball, which, you know, he's a speed guy. And so you get some of these guys that are speed guys, but they can't track the ball whenever it's up in the air. He is very good at that. Manipulates, contorts his body well, tracks it very, very well. He was a senior bowl standout. 49ers love that. Uh, Elusive vision um, after the catch. I love the way that he runs. Um, Now, decent blocker. No issues with his blocking. He's a fighter. He's a talker. He'll get it. He'll jaw with corners, which I love. He's got that kind of dog mentality. Um, needs improvement on his routes, but slants and fades, that's going to be his role early. And so when you're looking at rookies, how do they contribute? With him? Oh, it's speed. You know, he comes in. You can put him outside. You can put him inside. He can play all three wide receiver positions. And literally, you just give him four routes, four to five routes, and just say, hey, man, Debo's tired. Go in there. Run a fade. Debo's, t- you know, Ayuk's tired. Go run a post. These simple routes because – the safeties have to respect what it is he brings to the table. He's just too damn fast. Um, he was a three-sport athlete at Lancaster, a district MVP his junior year, football, basketball, track, as I said, state championship, all those things. He missed two seasons in college. Uh, sorry, two games in college um, with just nagging injuries, so no like severe injury history whatsoever. You look at his career stats. Um, 18 games, 82 receptions, 1,251 yards, 16.4 yards per reception. That's pretty dang good. Nine touchdowns, six rush attempts for 70 yards. So, again, his speed, you can do misdirection stuff. You can do screen stuff with him. Um, I expect the 49ers to do a little bit of that. Now, my athletic comp for him, Brandon Lloyd. Um, they, 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 their metrics and everything, the way they shake out, very, very similar. My play style comp is a current player, Antonio Callaway, but with more speed somehow. Antonio Callaway is really fast. Brady, uh, Danny Gray is even faster. He signed his rookie deal, four years, $5.25 million. Um, and look, dude was the best player on the field during rookie minicamp before he tweaked his hammy. My projections, he's going to play a significant role. Now, whenever we first drafted him, my assumption was he would be pressing Jawan Jennings for that number three wide receiver spot. I don't think that's the case anymore. Jawan Jennings coming off the best camp of any 49er on offense or defense. He seems to have almost solidified that wide receiver three role. So what is the role for Danny Gray on the 2022 49ers? He is going to give you depth at the wide receiver position that the 49ers have not had in quite a long time. Because you've got your starters. That's awesome. Debo, Ayuk, they're incredible. But last year, whenever they would come out of the game, they would send in Travis Benjamin and Trent Sherfield. Travis Benjamin ended the year with zero catches, zero receptions. From your number four wide receiver. That's ridiculous. Maybe number five. I don't care. 
Danny Gray is going to play a role. Will he be starting? No. He might finish the year with zero starts. Now, if there's an injury, he would be the guy that would start on the outside. If there's an injury to any three wide receivers, this kid will start that position. My projections, my stat projections for Danny Gray, 32 receptions, 448 yards, a 14 yards per catch. I wanted it to be 15-16, but I wanted to tamper my expectations a little bit with four touchdowns. Now, you hear those numbers and you're like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. Eh, it would have been fourth most receptions last year behind Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. That's more receptions than Jawan Jennings had last year. Now, I do think he will finish fifth most catches this year. Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and Jennings will all be ahead of him. But his yards per catch, that 14 number, that's going to be huge where he's going to have two to three giant, you know, 30-plus yard touchdown catches because he's just got to get behind the defense. Trey Lance can throw the deep ball. And it's just a perfect pairing. I mean, it's perfect. Trey to gray. Trey to gray, baby. We're going to see it. And long term, whew, this kid's got a chance to fit and be a perfect pairing with Trey. I'm excited for this kid. We've got him at number 29 despite being a third-round pick. He's making the roster. Guaranteed lock being a third-rounder. It's going to be fun. And again, very similar to Drake Jackson. You don't have to have him be an every-down player. You give him a small number of snaps and allow him to be successful with what he was built to do. That's the deep ball. Go get the freaking ball. That's what he's going to do. He's going to extend the coverages deep. You want to stack the box and try to stop the run like people did against the 49ers in 2021 playoffs? Cool. Awesome. You've got <laughs> Danny Gray out there. He's going to run the freaking top off. It's catch. Throw a bomb. It's going to force defenses to back up. So Danny Gray's a guy who, in limited snaps, I think you're probably only going to get about 20 snaps a game, especially early on, is going to make an impact. One, your stud-wide receivers are going to be healthy. Two, you got to respect the speed. Even if he's not getting targets, does not matter. His impact will be felt in the running game and soft coverages underneath. When that kid, you see number, which again, his number is interesting. I respect, you know, the 86, but whenever he comes in, you're going to see 86 out there and defenses are going to see in point two. Hey, we got burner. We got burner. And they're going to back up. And that's what speed can do. Speed kills and it puts so much stress and leverages the defense vertically that helps the running offense in the short term, helps the underneath routes, helps all those things. Danny Gray is going to be a find and very easy to fall in love with this kid because of what he can do for the 49ers offense. We haven't seen it, you know, going from Jimmy to Trey. I love Jimmy Garoppolo and it turned around the program for the 49ers for sure. But man, deep ball was not his thing. Trey got a freaking cannon and now we get to see that cannon put to use. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get a pick, 
exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers, 49ERS, for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. We are now at number 28. Of the 49ers roster countdown and stud rookie cornerback from last year, at least the second half of last year, cornerback Ambry Thomas. Uh, jersey number 20, man, he came on, and you can make the argument, without Ambry Thomas last year, the 49ers don't make the playoffs. You remember he came in, he started the last five games um, of the regular season, then carried that into the playoffs. But, you know, slow developing, took him some time. We're going to go through that journey. But again, what he did down the stretch was uncanny, unbelievable. And what's even more crazy than that is that you had this rookie that excelled to a point of being such a quality starter at a position of need for the 49ers might not even start this year. So uh, we'll answer some of those questions as we continue through that. We got some film coming up uh, that we'll be sharing with you guys as well. Now, Ambry Thomas is interesting. One, it, dude was born on 9-9-99. He's 22 years old, September 9th, baby. He's entering into his second season. Grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Played at Martin Luther King High School. And he's got a lot of accolades. There's no doubt about it. Whether, you know, high school, college, he chose to go to uh, the University of Michigan, which is interesting. You know, um... I want to say, man, I found this really, really fun uh, story about whenever he was a kid. His family's telling this story. That they, his name's Ambree. They call him Bree. Uh, that's kind of his nickname. Um, whenever he was first started playing at five years old, his first game, they threw the ball to him. He caught it and ran the wrong way. Um, everybody started like cheering, stop, 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 stop. Uh, he got all the way to the 20-yard line before scoring on his own end zone. Stopped, turned around, and zigzagged his way 80 yards to a touchdown the correct way um so this kid started off uh <laughs> as just a just a stud and a fun personality very mild mannered uh, monotone uh, as his family says but whenever he shows up on the field man this dude is a fighter um and so let's do this let's jump in let me throw this film up here um this is a fun game because this is against Notre Dame back in, I think this is 2012, 
2020 tape, maybe 2019 tape, because you've got uh, at left guard for Notre Dame, Aaron Banks. So you've got Banks at left guard in this film, and you've got Ambry Thomas at right outside corner. So you'll see him out there right outside corner going against Chase Claypool. There's a lot of talent. You can see it at the top of the screen. Now, if you're one of those people that's like, man, it's small. I can't really see it, all those things. We have all of this film and more at patreon.com slash 49ers podcast. Um, several game tapes. You can see every single snap from um, what he did in college to every single snap that he did last year for the 49ers. Is we have detailed every offense and defensive snap with breakdowns on everybody, um, you know, visual and auditory notes on top of these with what we're looking at. So if as you're watching this, we're just giving you a small taste, uh, just a little extra. But if you want the whole thing, uh, it's the best way to support the podcast. 49ers Rush Podcast, uh, Patreon, just type those things in, it jumps in. It jumps up very first thing. Now, um, if you look at what he was able to accomplish you know, kind of in high school. Again, Martin Luther King High School, um, he led them to back-to-back state championships in 2015 and 2016. And uh, his rival school um, played against, uh, you know, lots of other new 49ers corners coming up. Um, you know, I think it's Samuel Womack was up there as well, you know, and they played against each other. And he helped lead his school to a 12-2 and record. Uh, which was incredible. Made 34 catches, 900 yards, 14 touchdowns. As a receiver, he was a two-way player. Had 44 tackles, 14 pass breakups, and three interceptions. Um, dude was just returned to kickoff for a touchdown, returned to interception for a touchdown. He scored so many ways. Um, just an absolute stud. And whenever he got to college, guess what? He picked up right where he left off. Goes to Michigan. Um, played in 13 games as a freshman, primarily as the kickoff returner. And he's got great return upside. But, again, like, we didn't really get to see that this year. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, the 49ers paid a pretty decent amount to bring in Ray Ray McLeod. But if, um, you know, Ambry Thomas doesn't win one of the starting jobs, which I don't think he's going to this year with the depth that the 49ers built at the corner position – Backup returner. He's going to be on special teamers. Don't be shocked if we see him returning kicks or punts at some point. I know Ray Ray McLeod will be the primary guy, but you got to have a number two. Um, I would not be shocked at all to see him kind of get that. In his sophomore year, he returned a 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown against Notre Dame. Um, just the fourth ever kickoff return for over 99 yards in Michigan history. All academic Big Ten. Um Every almost every player on this roster, you could say that. Um, so started 13 games on special teams, played defensive back in, in eight of those games as a sophomore. Junior year, started every game. 13 games, named teams defensive skill player of the year. Uh, PFFs, all Big Ten team, um, pro football focus college, flex defense. I mean, he named everything. Named defensive player of the week for, uh, you know, a game. I mean, just it just kept going awesome awesome year his junior year and then things got weird he got colitis and whenever he got colitis he lost a lot of weight was in the hospital for a while then COVID happens he opted out because he had some issues health wise so you're talking about somebody that didn't play football very similar to Trey Lance for almost a year and so whenever you look back at his rookie slate and why it took him you know 14 weeks before he got into the starting lineup it took him time to develop. 
And that's why he fell to the back end of the third round where they got him. Now, if we look at his metrics um, and kind of what he was able to accomplish, 5'11", 191, ran a 4.4040, so speed check, 38-inch um, vertical. He's got a 10-2 broad jump, 15 reps on the bench press, and he got drafted pick 102 in the third round. This was an Adam Peters guy. He was the one that championed this kid. And, you know, it, if you go back to his walk-off interception week 18 versus the Rams, which put the 49ers in the playoffs, you see Adam Peters waiting for him in the tunnel, um, giving him that huge hug, which is just incredible. Um, patience and ball skills. Those are the two things that, you know, my pre-draft write-up of him before the 49ers draft him. Good speed that shows consistently on film. Very patient and press, just waits on the wide receivers to declare, never guesses. And whenever he first stepped in, we saw him in training camp, we saw him in preseason, he was just getting toasted by everybody. Uh, it took him time. It took him time to get to where he needed to be. And, you know, all players go on different trajectories. And it just it just took time. But once he got there, I mean, it was unbelievable. We had four, you know, four interceptions in college, three pass defense. Um, again, only one year starting. He's got good speed, 11-5 in the 100 meter, pretty solid. He was number two player in the state in the 100, only behind Donovan Peoples-Jones, who would later be his teammate. Um, I talked earlier about how he got colitis. He lost 35 pounds. This is a guy that was already under 200. So whenever he lost weight he didn't have that weight to lose he had to fight back and get into nfl shape and all those things my player comp for him is a player that just um actually retired and this was a comp i wrote back in 2019 devin mccourty that's just what the the similarities in play style athletic profile he's just an all-around nfl player um now let's look at what he did for the 49ers so we'll pull this film down for a quick second. Let's go to what he did for the 49ers. He played a lot of special teams, um, a whole lot. He had 99 special team snaps before he started at outside corner. When he started at outside corner uh, week 14, they took all his special team snaps away. Once he started in week 14 out, he got 483 defensive snaps, and that's including playoffs because dude was a stud in the playoffs. Now listen to a couple other things that I think is important. In his first six games, you know, just getting spot duty, special teams, going in trash time, things like that, four out of six of his first games were below a 40 grade on Pro Football Focus, as bad as it could possibly be. And that's when people are like, oh, he's a bust, blah, 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 blah. But you got to wait. These, these are rookies. The last five games, all over 63. So 60 is a starting level corner. Was he elite? No. But he was good at a position the 49ers had no depth in. He's a great tackler, um, only one missed tackle and a 2.8% missed tackle rate on the outside corner. That's uncanny. That's really, really good. Um, very, very good. He did allow four touchdowns um, in the season. No touchdowns allowed in the playoffs. And he did miss the Packers game with a knee issue. He had some knee swelling. But if you look at him, I mean, he played against Dallas, right, and their wide receivers. And he played against the Rams and their wide receivers. Zero touchdowns in either games whenever it mattered most. Um, had one interception, and I would argue probably the biggest interception of the year, a walk-off interception win in overtime. 
You just don't get those. Um, it was absolutely incredible. 49ers do not make the playoffs if Josh Norman is still out there playing those last five games of the regular season. They don't. They just do not. They don't even have the chance. But Ambry Thomas and his development, once it got ramped up, that was huge. Uh, four pass breakups on the year. He earned, He ended five straight games with under 100 QBR allowed. Um, that's the Rams twice, Dallas, Tennessee, and Houston. Dude showed up. When it mattered most. Now, what does 2022 look like for Ambry Thomas? You know, finished literally sending the 49ers into the playoffs and playing great. Well, he's been the number three corner all of camp. Um, you know, Charvarius Ward's number one. Emmanuel Mosley's number two. I do not see him surpassing Emmanuel Mosley if he's healthy. And then what do you do with Verrett whenever he comes back and is fully healthy? I don't know. I think the best case is probably cornerback number three. Perhaps he starts in nickel packages where he's the outside corner and you slide Mosley in. That's a possibility. I don't know if that's something the 49ers will do. It's what I would prefer them to do. If I was the defensive coordinator, that's 100% what I would do. I want my best three corners. I like Darquez Denard. I think he's probably slated to start at nickel. But I want the best three out there, which I think the best three or four, any combination, Charvarius Ward, Manuel Mosley, Ambry Thomas, Jason Verrett, get those guys on the field. Um, Darquez Denard, that's awesome. But I'd much rather have Mosley and Ambry Thomas out there than Mosley and Darquez Denard out there. Now we'll have to see if they do that. And we'll find out pretty soon if that's something they're going to do. But Kenny, he's, he's worst case, he's cornerback four. Outside, in which case he'll be on all special teams and he'll be a backup. We're going to use him. The 49ers go through corners like crazy, almost like they go through running backs, injuries, whatever else. So just because he's not starting week one does not mean his impact will not be huge. Look at the impact he had last year. He started five regular season games. He didn't show up till week 14 as an outside corner, right? So just got to wait. We got him number 28 on the most important 49ers for 2022. He's going to have his time to shine. And in the NFC West, with all those wide receivers and whatever else, we're going to need this kid. Maybe he comes in on dime packages. We're going to see him on the field. Love Ambry Thomas. And if I was doing this list for long-term starters, Ambry Thomas and Charvarius Ward are slated to be the outside corners next year and moving forward. So it's just more seasoning. So just because he's not starting week one this year, you just got to wait. The 49ers are building a roster for the long-term and short-term. The short-term might not be his, his year. Long-term, it's going to come. It's going to happen. So you just got to be patient with this kid. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are now at number 27 of the 49ers roster countdown for 2022. The most important 49ers for this season. We got rookie running back Ty Davis-Price. Tyrion Davis-Price, or TDP, as we will call him. He's going to be wearing jersey number 32, and it's very, very fitting, right? Like, I think number, numbers tell something about the player. This is a big-body dude. Um, he's big. 6'1", 219, um, coming out of LSU. He's a thumper. In the words of the 49ers scout, he is a big back with a little back's feet. Um, quick. Got lots of speed for his size. There's no doubt about it. We're going to be going over film. You're going to hear from TDP himself and what his role for the 49ers will be. Having said that, let's jump into the film work. Let's throw that up here now. I'm going to jump forward. This is the game against LSU versus Kentucky. He's number three here. Now, LSU rotated their backs all the way since when he was a freshman, um, when they won the national championship. That was Burrow, Chase, all that stuff. He, he was getting work back then. This moves forward um, to last year, and man, he is just in the second half, he just goes off. That's kind of who he is. Um, he is a late game running back that just continues to build and build and build. Now, he he went to high school, Southern Lab High School in Baton Rouge, and he's kind of been in Baton Rouge his entire life. He was a four-star recruit, um, ran track in high school, and was a relay runner at 230 pounds. This dude is a big man that can move quick. Uh, he was a finalist for the Work Done Award, um, which is the top high school player in the Baton Rouge area. He had 2,500 yards, 29 touchdowns, and almost averaged 14 yards per rush. Um by far one of the top uh, running backs in the 2019 class. He chose LSU because he wanted to stay close to home. He does have a daughter, Brooklyn. Um, gives him all the motivation he needs, is what he said in a recent press conference. Um, and whenever he got to LSU, again, he started contributing right away as a true freshman on a national championship stacked team. Um, scored six touchdowns, uh, appeared in 14 games with LSU on their championship run. Then his next year, 2020, he led the team with 446 yards. Uh, that was a bad LSU team. One of the worst um, ever got, you know, Orgeron fired. It was just bad. But he stayed with the team. Um, and then in 2021, he led the Tigers with over 1,000 yards, six scores, um, Averaged 4.8 yards per carry in 2021 and was a very good receiver. You know, in his 12 starts, he didn't have any drops, but only 10 receptions. So not a lot of work in the passing game, but what we did see looked pretty good. And by far, one of my favorite things about him is pass protection. He's just an absolute stud. And you'll see in a couple of the, these clips here, number three, step it up in pass pro. He just decletes guys. I think I counted four pancake blocks um, as a pass protector. That's one of the reasons why rookie running backs don't see the field. 
he's going to be able to step up and do that right away. Now, when the 49ers picked him in the third round, he was their second pick. They went Drake Jackson in the second, then Ty Davis Price uh, was their next pick in the third round. People didn't like it. Um, I had a fourth round grade on him. They took him in the end of the third round. Um, people were a little upset. You know, he's picked 93rd overall, so a top 100 player. But the more and more you watch the film, the more and more you look at the 49ers roster, it makes sense. And again, with all the Trey Sermon uncertainty, what's going to happen with him, who knows, it, it kind of changes that as well. Now, if you're watching this film and you're saying, hey, man, we want to see a little bit more, it's, you know, whatever, this is all available on Patreon. We've got several games. I think we have four games up of him on Patreon currently. And as soon as you sign up, you get them all. It's the best way to support the podcast. Um, and man, trust me, we're doing a full series right now just on explaining scheme, what's a cover three, what's cover six, what the four two five does, gap integrity, run game, all that stuff, football one-on-one numbers. Um, so again, head over there, patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. That's where you're going to be able to get that. Um, sign up, you get everything as soon as you, you sign up. Now, you look at his metrics. He ran a 4.48, which is just unbelievable. He's six foot two eleven, is what he measured in at at the combine. Um, twenty one years old, and again, yards after contact, knee drive. Man, he uses his knees as well as man. He's not Roger Craig. I understand that he's nowhere near Roger Craig. The build, whatever, but the knee drive. The purposeful knee drive is incredible. It's impeccable. It shows up consistently. Um, very physical, plays behind his pads. Not a lot of highlights, but is always moving forward. Efficient chain mover, okay? Efficient chain mover. Think about those Kyle Shanahan drives where he goes off for, you know, 10 to 20 plays. That's what Shanahan is building towards. An offense with bigger offensive linemen than he's used to, bigger quarterback, Trey Lance, than he's used to, bigger running backs than he's used to, right? You look at Trey Sermon, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., Ty Davis Price, bigger backs. That's what he's going with. He's not a home run hitter, but he's durable, and he's a second-half freaking just lightning phenom because he just keeps going. This is a guy you can give 20-plus carries a game to, and he's going to be all right. Um, Area scout Warren Ball said, quote, he's a big man with little man's feet, end quote. And they absolutely loved his size and speed combination. Uh, when they drafted TDP, they said that he had a top five GPS speed of any back in the country versus Alabama. He's got the speed. He's got the size. Um, really, really do like this guy. Now, my athletic comp, if you just look at height, speed, measurables, and all that stuff, Keyshawn Vaughn for Tampa Bay. Play style comp, I'm going TJ Yeldon, uh, who made a career in the league as a bigger back that could pass, protect, and you know pass catch. That's what it looks like to me. He's got a four-year rookie deal with the 49ers. Absolute lock to make this roster as a third-round pick. Uh, he is making it completely. Uh, not even worried about that. Now, he did have a minor injury in camp, and that was an issue because instead of him gaining ground and fighting for that second spot, Elijah Mitchell is going to be the starting running back for the 49ers. But whenever they drafted him, you had everybody saying, Look, one-two punch, Kyle Shanahan, you had uh, Anthony Lynch, you had John Lynch, or Anthony Lynch, John Lynch. Everybody said, we're looking for that one-two punch with our running game. Elijah Mitchell's one. Can Ty Davis Price become that number two? Miss time in camp wasn't good. 
Um, you've got to learn the playbook and all those things. Now, we'll say this. Running back usually has traditionally the easiest step from college to pro level. So it's not like the running back playbook is it's complicated. There's no doubt about it. But it's the most simple position to make that adjustment. But he's leaving a window open for Trey Sermon. And that's one of the things that he's got to change. And again, if one of the things that he brings to the table is durability and how he never gets tired and just keeps running in the fourth quarter, he's got to show that. Got to show that. Now, um, most likely scenario, he's going to be the number two back. It might take him, to, you know, week three or four. Sermon might get that chance. Jeff Wilson might get that chance first. But that's one of the things we got to see. Um, he's got to prove it. You know, 49ers run a meritocracy, especially in the backfield. Doesn't matter where you're drafted. We saw that last year. Sermon was behind Elijah Mitchell from the jump. And so even though they traded up for Sermon in the third and they got Elijah Mitchell in the sixth, didn't matter. So Ty Davis Price has got to show it. You know, with where they drafted him, he's going to get the chance to prove that. But man, if there's any issues, tell you right now, Jordan Mason, another undrafted free agent out of Georgia Tech running back. We did his show a while back. Um, that's somebody that's a dark horse to make this this roster as well. I love Ty Davis Price. I really, really do. I think if you look at what he could do, I have no issues with him getting 600 to 700 total rushing yards this year. It's going to be spot duty off and on. I doubt weeks one and two we'll see much of him. But once we get about a month into the season, that's going to be his time to shine. Once we get into November, December, that's going to be his time to shine. Those third and fourth quarter, you're not going to see him early. That's not what he brings. He's going to wear down this team. Uh, the defense. That's the whole idea behind it. Really like this kid. And was it a reach of a pick? Maybe. Maybe. But he's somebody that's going to make an impact. We have him number 27. If you told me in the third round at pick 93, you were going to get the number 27 player on this roster that's a deep roster, you got to be happy with that. Now, can he live into that and produce with what he was expected to accomplish? That's the next goal. That's what we got to see. You got to put up, man. Um, so, like this kid a lot. Excited to see what he's going to be. Easy to root for. Amazing personality. Um, and I'll say this. I want to say thank you to Anthony and Josh, the producers of this entire series. All the background work that they do. They are incredible. And uh, for us here at the 49ers Rush, we're just going to keep counting them down. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.